You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up? Oh, I'm just compiling all the top sports scores, news, and odds so I can make the very best bets. Me too. BetOnline.ag. Join today and receive your 50% welcome bonus at BetOnline.ag. The Celtics lose a tough one in Game 3, falling to the Milwaukee Bucks 123-116. to Welcome inside TD Garden. I'm Sierra Goodwill, joined by Jeff Goodman of Stadium and Jimmy Toscano. What up? And unfortunately, a major storyline in this game was the sheer volume of foul called. It didn't allow the game to pick up any sort of flow, any sort of momentum. It controlled the pace. It really didn't seem like either team was able to hit a stride on either end of the court because of the amount of fouls that were called in this game. How frustrating is that to see? Well, I think the post-game storyline was Kyrie's whining yeah. about Giannis's <laughs> dominance and him getting the line. But the actual storyline was Giannis's dominance in getting to the line in the third quarter right. and the right. Celtics failing to defend in the third quarter, giving up 40 points. Uh, again, Kyrie, just put your head down and play the game, right? Right, and, and the post-game comments kind of dictate to me, is that what these guys are thinking during the game? Is that kind of what led to the Bucks to sort of roll into that lead more and more and more? Because yeah. if you look, early in the fourth quarter, it was still anyone's game. I think it was nine points with nine minutes to go, and the Celtics had a chance to say, okay, guys, let's put the pass behind us. Let's let's don't get the refs in our heads. Let's just play basketball. They didn't do that. The, you know, the Bucks opened it up to about 16, I think it was, and that was the end of it. So it was kind of, I think, frustrating as a fan to a sure watch all those fouls. Well, I think if you don't like the NBA, that's exactly what you don't like about the NBA if you were watching the game casually. But if you are a basketball fan and you're a Celtics fan, you were frustrated to see how the Celtics reacted. Right. And this Garden Report is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head to clnsmedia.com slash win. Enter promo code CLNS50 for 50% cash back on your first deposit. And I think what Boston Celtics fans will remember the most is those fouls in the third quarter at a time that was extremely pivotal where Milwaukee was starting to pull away. Jalen Brown those picked up those two quick fouls. This place went absolutely insane. The refs suck chance ringing throughout TD Garden <laughs> when in reality the numbers were pretty even. 25 fouls called on the Celtics, 24 on the Bucks. They both attempted in the 30s free throws. The Celtics actually made more free throws than the Bucks did. It was just the timing of the fouls that seemed to bite the Celtics. Yeah, and I think Giannis showed that he's the best player on the court tonight. And yeah. he's probably the best player on the court, period. Um, he imposed his will because of his size, because of his ability to get to the basket and finish through contact or draw contact. When Kyrie tried to do that, there's a big difference, right? Sure. Kyrie got swallowed up at times. 
He tries to avoid the contact, but again, they've got a lot of size and length, and they're able to protect the basket. And, and you kind of saw the difference in the two teams and how they can defend and what they have in terms of length and, and talent up front. Kyrie's so good and so quick getting to the hoop, where he oftentimes can avoid the majority of contact, right. which helps him get to the rim, but prevents him from getting the foul call, maybe like a Giannis would, where That's he right. would just barrel forward he wants he embraces the contact exactly exactly and I think that may be the blueprint for the Bucks going forward they know that they have the most talented player on the court maybe in the NBA most likely in the NBA I mean they should be giving him the ball and saying here here take this and go do your thing I mean it, that seems to be working for the majority of of this NBA season for them I don't know why they would get away from that now yeah, the Celtics definitely less decisive than the Bucks are when driving to the hoop. Now that they fall behind in the series, two to one, the Bucks take the lead, have control. Game through, game four on Monday night back here at TD Garden. How much pressure does this loss put on that game? I mean, you have to win this game now. I mean, you have to win game four at home. If you don't, you go to Milwaukee down three-one. It's going to be difficult for a team that's been very inconsistent all year to then come back from a 3-1 deficit mm-hmm. uh, and, and win three straight games. That's just not their M.O. this year. So they got to win this one at home, get momentum, then it's a three-game series. And, again, if you can play well, certainly they've got the talent overall to be able to beat this Bucks team. They showed it in game one, but it, it just flipped very quick. Again, this team, super inconsistent. Yeah, I mean, game fours are usually the most important game in a series because it's going to dictate a 2-2 or a 3-1 in 4-4-0, and, in that, and that, if that's the case, then you had no shot to begin with. But I think you nailed it. It hasn't been their MO all year. The way they respond this year hasn't, hasn't been great. So for them to come out on Monday and get a W would be huge for them, not just because it would mean that they can have a chance in the series, but it would go against how they've performed throughout the regular season. We'll definitely find out what the Celtics are made of on Monday night. For all the coverage leading up to Game 4, head to clnsmedia.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel at CLNS Media. You're listening to CLNS Media, powered by BetOnline.ag. Go to clnsmedia.com slash roll. Use our promo code CLNS50 for 50% off your first deposit. Well, the Boston Celtics have a lot they need to tighten up if they want to even this series at 2-2 two and two on Monday night. I'm Sierra Goodwill, joined by Celtics team reporter Amanda Flugrad and Joe Sway Pavone. What's up? Thanks so for the, joining us, Amanda. Yes, of course. <laughs> Thanks for having me. The bench production, clearly an issue for the Celtics tonight. They were outscored by the Bucks bench 42-16. to Gordon Hayward, 10 points. Shemi Olajay getting a couple buckets. But other than that, they were nowhere to be found. So Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum needed to really pull the weight for the Celtics. And that's going to be an issue going forward. And they're going to need a little bit more of a supporting cast if they want to get it done on Monday night. Yeah, you know, George Hill just did what he wanted out there in terms of getting to the rim, getting buckets in a hurry. And that was exactly what they needed. They they needed that spark off the bench, whereas the Celtics, you know, Gordon Hayward did his best in trying to find his shots, but you got to credit the Milwaukee Bucks for what they've been able to do defensively. They're right. making him uncomfortable out there. They know what he did in game one, and I think that really set the tone for this team in, in, in sense of how they were going to de- defend the Celtics. Mm-hmm. And now you're seeing that in the second unit, whereas the Celtics still don't have that consistency out of their second bench because Gordon Hayward, ever since game one, just hasn't been exactly himself. He's yeah. been uncomfortable out there. And a lot of that has to do with what the Milwaukee Bucks were able to do defensively. And taking away his driving exactly. lanes, too. And we've seen that. They did that with Jason Tatum as well. Mm-hmm. However, he seemed to find a little bit 
bit more of a group tonight with 20 points. But, Sarah, like you had mentioned, outscoring the Celtics 42-16, to 16, that can't happen. Right. That mm -hmm. cannot happen. Right. We need the Celtics bench with attitude yes. for them to show Absolutely. up. So hopefully that they are able to respond um, and get it done yeah. in Game 4. Yeah. That attitude is in favor of the Milwaukee Bucks right now. They are definitely riding high in that locker room after the game. Spirits are lifted. The music is pumping. The this, yeah. the head coach They're feels really right. strong about where they are in this series. So it's going to take a lot if the Celtics want to get steal that momentum back from the Bucks. Yeah, they got to stay focused. You know, we saw that focus throughout the first half, specifically in the first quarter. They've been starting out games pretty much throughout this entire series on a positive note. Yeah. And they have to have that carry over into the second half because that's been their weakest half throughout the series. I think the Celtics have to find a way to, one, forget about what's going on with the referees and keep playing, yeah. okay? Clearly, there were some calls that shouldn't have gone the way they did, but they can't let that get into their heads. And that is exactly what I thought was going on in the mm -hmm. second half, especially in the fourth quarter. You know, you have to just focus, continue to play, play it out. You know the Milwaukee Bucks are going to go through their runs. They're going to do that, you know, 8, 10, 12, 0 run that they did, and the Celtics have to be able to punch back, and the second unit is a vital part of that, especially in the second right. half. Right, and, and it's interesting, to, too, to see, like, the third quarter. I just feel that that's always been the demise for either team, mm -hmm. where they have the issues coming out and really trying to have yeah. that energy. Definitely. You mentioned uh, Bud. He was saying that they just have that momentum right now. He said the activity is really good with this Bucks team, the defense, and just their togetherness yeah. as a whole, but I think for the Celtics, they can't get too high, can't get too low, is what yes. Kyrie Irving says, um, but just maintaining that focus and also playing with that collective team effort against Giannis as well. Definitely. Yeah. This Garden Report is brought to you by betonline.ag. Head to clnsmedia.com slash win. Enter promo code CLNS50 for 50% cash back on your first deposit. And something Kyrie mentioned after the game was that they kind of conceded twos to Giannis. They let him have his in the paint. They know he's going to do his thing. He's going to put in his work. But they really wanted to defend him on the perimeter to limit a game like game two where they made 23 pointers and that's where right. the real demise came for the Celtics. Is that a wise decision? Amanda, we can start with you on this one. Yeah, I mean, I think with Giannis, it's just like you, you have to be able to contain him whether he's going to the paint or he's out on right. the perimeter. I thought there was there was one play where he literally just took the basket, had palmed the ball, and reached over yeah. all the Celtics. So his <laughs> length obviously is bugging this team. Yeah. But I think, I know Kyrie said that he wasn't too worried about it with the Bucks having, what was it, 52 points in the paint. Yeah. The Celtics only 24. I think the points in the paint and, and just clogging the paint still needs to be an emphasis for this right. Celtics mm -hmm. team because if Giannis does get hot from three-point range, then you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. right? And then they also have the shooters that can really get going, which is what we saw in game two, where the Celtics were so, uh, you know, they had their mindset on defending the perimeter so much that that opened up the lane, in my opinion. And then that's when you had Giannis go to the paint whenever he felt like it. George Hill goes off in the second half, coming mm -hmm. off the bench. And the Celtics start sort of forcing the issue. Then came the turnovers, right? 17 turnovers for the Celtics. You can't get away with something like that against the Bucks. They right. managed to get away with it against the Pacers mm -hmm. in the first round. But this Bucks team, if you continue to play that way if you're able to or commit these turnovers at, at this amount like 17 turnovers that's going to give a right. huge advantage for the Milwaukee Bucks and that's exactly what you saw in the second half in game two in the, game three excuse me and I was going to say too when when both Giannis and, and Chris Middleton get going I think mm -hmm. that that's really hard yeah. for the Celtics to right. stop them Definitely. obviously if you can take away one of those guys and one of their opportunities that's probably the way to go right I think if you uh 
keep it to where Giannis gets all his points in the paint, uh, that's going to come back to bite you. I don't think that's exactly the right. game plan that Brad Stevens put forth for the Celtics. Then you'll get 30 free throw attempts out of Giannis <laughs> instead of 23 he had. Yeah, yeah. He, had, he had his fair share tonight. Well, to get, catch, keep up with all your Celtics coverage heading into game four, head to clnsmedia.com and subscribe to our YouTube at CLNS Media.